expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 104 points this morning from yesterday's close at 14,235 on turnover of 2.2 billion NT. The market lost ground on Monday as investors were reluctant to chase prices ahead of a meeting of the National Stabilization Fund Committee. Sentiment was also affected by the release of better-than-expected U.S. jobs data for June, which prompted many investors to stay on the sidelines, and that pushed turnover to below the 200 billion NT mark. Meanwhile, the National Stabilization Fund Committee has opted not to enter the local market to prop up share prices. According to the Ministry of Finance, despite some external factors, Taiwan's economic fundamentals remain solid, and the committee deemed that's currently not necessary for the fund to intervene in the market at this time. Centers for Disease Control Deputy Director General Zhuang Rensheng says the cabinet will appoint a new Central Epidemic Command Center head. The statement comes after the DPP announced that Health Minister Chen Shizhong has accepted an invitation to run as the party's candidate in Taipei's mayoral election. There has been wide speculation as to who will replace Chen if he resigns from his post as health minister and epidemic command center head to focus on campaigning for November's local election. Reports have been claiming that Deputy Health Minister Xue Reiyuan could be promoted to the head of the ministry and the epidemic command center. And the Food and Drug Administration says all imported meats and meat products will soon have to carry more detailed information from the source country. According to the FDA, the move is part of efforts to improve food safety, and most of the new rules will take effect in October. When the regulations are adopted, imports of fresh, frozen, or processed meats, as well as processed foods containing meat, will have to be accompanied by documents showing that each shipment was inspected and supervised by health authorities in the source country. Fines for violating the new regulations or falsification of the import documents will range from 30,000 to 3 million NT. The White House is celebrating last month's passage of a bipartisan guns bill, but it's facing pushback from gun control advocates and families of mass shooting victims. AP Washington correspondent Sagar Magani reports. 
As President Biden said, the bill represented real progress. Sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. He was interrupted on the South Lawn by Manuel Oliver, whose son Joaquin was killed at a Florida high school. I've been trying to tell you this for years. Let him talk. Let him talk. Just before security led Oliver away, some gun control advocacy groups say while the bill is historic, it's also the bare minimum. Guns Down America's chief says the president has not met the moment and is instead acting like a bystander. Sagar Magani at the White House. And Malian authorities arrested nearly 50 soldiers from Ivory Coast who came to Mali to work for a contracting company of the United Nations Mission in Mali. The government made the announcement Monday calling the Ivorian soldiers mercenaries in a move that could raise tensions between the two West African countries. A UN mission spokesperson says these Ivorian soldiers are not part of the UN mission, but have been giving logistical support on behalf of a contingent. Mali's transitional government affirmed in June that it will not authorize the UN mission to investigate ongoing human rights violations in Mali, adding to further tensions as France also withdraws its forces. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.